Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Floating Thoughts with me, Amelia Garcia. <laughs> that was a little bit obnoxious. I did not like that. So to give you like a little snippet of how I look like right now. So today I went out with my friend. We went to the mall and like meant to go eat. So I was like, you know, I'm going to put makeup on. You know, I haven't seen my potential in a while. So I was like, I'm going to put makeup on. I came home, did some homework, and then I went out for a run with my makeup on and it is just sweating down my face. And guess what? I still haven't taken a shower. Mm-hmm. I am still dirty with my makeup on from when I went to brunch this morning. But who do I have to impress? I'm literally talking to myself. So you can't smell me. You can't see me and we're all good so that is just a little background of how how i look right now also i was thinking i wanted to do like an episode you know i was like let's do it's like lighthearted, but like not really <laughs> it's not about like any specific advice it's literally i'm telling you my hospital stories today are you excited? I thought it would be a great opportunity because everybody always asks me what the fucking scar is on my eyebrow. And if I was them, I would ask me too, you know? Like, I'd be like, why do you have a scar? Did you do it yourself? No, silly. Okay, I've been to the hospital like 15 times. I was literally such a messy, clumsy child. Like, you don't even... You don't even understand. It was like, when is Amelia going to the hospital next kind of scenario. So let's see how many hospital stories will fit in this episode. If not, I'll make a part two. But let's hop into it. First one, we'll do the eyebrow one because that is the most asked question because it's the most visible one. So on my left eyebrow, I have a slit like horizontally across my whole eyebrow there's literally a line horizontally through the whole thing um so what happened was that i used to love taking my dogs outside with my mom like it was like a thing like it was like mom me bonding time we took out the dogs together it was like a thing and i loved it so one day she was like i'm gonna take out the dogs and i was like oh my god i want to go she goes okay go get your shoes and then I go run, get my shoes, I run back, and my whole house has French doors, so I could see, like, as I'm, like, leaving my room, I can see the dogs are outside as, outside as I'm running to the door, and I literally get so angry at my mom. I was like, oh, this bitch, and then I run, and it had just finished raining outside, and we were doing construction in my house, and I I run outside the door and I slip on the step and then outside of our house, you know, like, you know where the shutters go? Well, like for hurricanes, we have like nails sticking up outside of the ledge of the door. I fell on the nail at the end of the door and it literally sliced my eyebrow and I was crying on the floor outside and my mom had finished like taking the dogs out they pooped they peed they did their thing and she's walking up and she thought i was fucking crying because i was being stubborn which i wouldn't doubt it if you know i would probably do that start crying because she took them without me but that wasn't the case so she was like amelia get up like stop crying over (laughs) over not being involved taking out the dogs and she picks me up 
and I literally have blood all over my face and she took me to the hospital we got an amazing plastic surgeon so he knew what he was doing and he didn't make my face look stupid so my eyebrow actually looks pretty cool and I've grown to like it as I got older so that is one battle wound they all happen when I'm very young too so second one second one second one uh so i one day i don't remember the exact thing all i know was that my dad had asked we he i think he like picked us up from school or something i'm I'm not sure i think it was we had grabbed all of our bags from the car and he goes from the trunk and he goes anybody else have anything and we all shake our heads no don't know and do not ask me what was running through my head but i decide to stick my head just for no reason it's not because i forgot anything in the trunk i just it was like a an urge to just stick my head in the trunk i stuck my head in the trunk and my dad closed the trunk on my head like not my neck so lucky that it was not my neck but on my head like on my top of my skull and i start bleeding everywhere everywhere so my dad had to take me inside and like shower me down which you're not supposed to do because you can get water in your skull skull so we're just washing off the blood from everywhere else except putting water in the gash so then i had to go to the hospital and i got staples on my head to this day it's like a little bit like sensitive when i do like headstands and stuff it's like weird it doesn't hurt it's just like sensitive has trauma from the stapler not wait not (laughs) still from the staples so yeah that was pretty idiotic of me to do. I really cannot explain it. Like you, my dad did not purposely do it. I don't know what was going through my head and it was just a weird story. So moving on. Third thing. Um, okay. So when I was like, I don't even know. I honestly don't even know when the ages were. I just know I was little. I think this one was like when I was two. My sister had a friend and her dog she had a dog and i was like oh gucci gucci goo i was petting it that thing bit my fucking cheek and like a chunk of it fell off that i had to go get stitches i had to go get stitches from a dog bite on my face so mind you i was like two bleeding from my face once again um so i had to go to the hospital and on the right side of my face i kind of have like it shows in like it's not really noticeable like at all but it shows in like certain lightings you just see like a little line on my face it kind of looks like if it's like like an acne scar in a way but like you can hardly even see it's like in a certain lighting um yeah that was another scar am i going fast are you guys enjoying my (laughs) my battle wounds from when i was a infant child (laughs) anyways fourth story one day this one I, I was actually a little bit older i think i was like in second or third grade so one day um i just had came back from gymnastics and i love to watch tv while i eat and so i'm turning the tv on and my brother's in the kitchen and then i see him running towards me and i thought because we used to fight over the remote control and i was like he is not taking the remote away from me I run away from him, I'm face. I'm looking at him while running, have the room on my hand, and then I turn my head facing forward, and there's a chair, and it bumps into my chin, it was like a wooden metal chair, and it bumps into my chin, and literally took off a chunk of my chin, 
and I was bleeding everywhere. Like, how does that happen from a chair? I literally bumped into a chair and my got to get stitches. I don't understand. Like, Jesus. So, yeah, then my, everybody was, like, looking at me, and my brother was like, what are you doing, Amelia? I wasn't trying to take away the TV away from me. I was just trying to record a show, because when I turned on the TV, it was a show that he liked, and he was just trying to record it. So, there was a misinterpretation there. My fight-or-flight instinct went on, and I literally started running for my life, because I did not want him to take the TV away from me. Um, so then everybody was like staring at me, like worried and like crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? I'm not even crying. And like, don't look in the mirror. Don't look in the mirror. I'm like, well, now I want to look in the mirror. So I looked in the mirror and then I started panicking because there was literally like a chunk missing from my chin. My chin one, you can't really see it. It's like under. So it's not really noticeable. But I remember that one. I went to the hospital. They had to put numbing cream and I was awake and they put like a, like parchment paper over my face while they had like a hole on my chin when performing it but it was numb because they put like numbing cream and then a band-aid over it as I waited and my dad was really mad because he had a heat game and he had to miss it to come see me in the hospital which he didn't need to it was just a quick stitch but (laughs) moving on let's see what else so I got my eyebrow my cheek my head my chin oh (laughs) hmm This one happened on my first birthday, exactly the day I turned one. Um, I don't know if, I literally don't know if it's like me, I fell off a bed. I don't know where I was, but I fell off of something and I broke my collarbone and had to get like stitches or something in my gums because like they started bleeding. I don't obviously remember that one, but yeah, I broke my collarbone. I don't know which one it is at all, but. I don't know how that scenario went down. Like, like, how do you fix a collarbone? Do they, like, how do they put it back in place? I'm, I'm still confused to say, like, how do you fix a collarbone? I will ask my mom and then let you know in the next episode how you fix a collarbone. Because I broke it and I don't know how it recovered. Like, do you not move? Do you, they, like, pop it in place and then you, like, like, there's no cast. I don't know what happened but i was able to make it to my first birthday party even though i broke a collarbone and got a gash in my gums so yeah memorable moment next one this one was like nothing really physically happened well like yes but no so i was like again i don't know how old i was i probably like two years old i was still in diapers we went to the bahamas with my friend and my dad took me and my brother, my sister, and then my friend and her brother. And me and my friend are the same age. And he was taking all of us kids around the beach, just him. And we're walking, and me and my friend were like the same little height, wearing our little diapers. And we're walking with him, and then I see a pool. And, sorry, I just burped. Oh, my God. I see a pool. And I was like, that thing looks amazing. And I thought I had my floaty bathing suit on because my parents used to train me swimming with like a, it's like a one piece and it had little floaties in it. So they just throw me in and I float kind of thing. And I thought I had it on. So I run to the pool, jump in and sink. I sink to the ground and I almost drowned. How I was saved was pretty, pretty cool and felt like a meant to be moment in life you know 
So this lady that was going to the Bahamas with us, she got there that same same time that I drowned. And her husband was like, let's go put the bags away upstairs. And she goes, no, no, no. I want to look around the hotel first. So they're walking around and she literally sees me in the bottom of the pool and runs and jumps in and saves me. And then my friend's brother was like, oh my God, your daughter's in the pool. And then my dad starts running. And it was like this whole thing. I was like knocked out. So my mom and my dad in their bikinis had to go to the airport and take a flight to back to here where I live because of uh, Bahamas hospitals are horrible. So they had to take me there. I was passed out. And then I finally rejuvenated and I was back to normal, except I became mute. After I drowned, I became mute. It was the weirdest thing. As a child, like, I was mute for, like, a good month or something. Like, I literally did not talk at all. And then apparently, like, my first word came from watching Finding Nemo because that was my favorite movie, as you know. So I watched that on replay, like, literally every day. My mom was probably ripping her hairs out. But I finally talked once I watched the movie for the 500th time, and it made me talk again. And I think that's what started my shyness in life. Oh, and also they think, because as I got older, I started having this problem that I felt like I couldn't breathe. So I needed to make these certain noises. They're very weird, but I can't start them because I feel like I'll, it'll like trigger something in me again. And I'll start like low-key make doing them again. But it was like this certain noise that I would make because I felt like I couldn't breathe. So my parents thought I had Tourette's from drowning. Well, like almost drowning. They thought it was like a side effect from that happening later on in my life. And so they did like uh, MRIs, everything. Like I didn't have Tourette's. It was like the weirdest thing. They don't know what it was. Still this day, I don't know what it was. And I don't know how it disappeared. But it was like I had to every second of the day make this noise for like years for like two years three years and then it was like on and off it was so it was so weird but yeah every and then my mom noticed like every time i would come out of the water after that like i would gasp for air it was interesting that was a very significant like life or death situation i basically died and came back to planet earth <laughs> fun times um i don't remember how it looked like up there so sorry anyways <laughs> moving on Let's see, what else? I'll get into my gymnastics stories. I only have two from gymnastics. I actually surprisingly didn't break that many bones. I've only broken two in gymnastics because I did gymnastics like my whole life. Okay, so the first bone that I broke was like in, it was, I think it was um, in second grade. I was in second grade. I was like, I forgot what level I was. I think I was in level two or something. I don't even know what level I was in. And it was a level that I was learning how to do a roundup back handspring. And my coach was teaching us. It was like kind of like our first day of learning. And we're on the floor doing our roundup back handspring. She was spotting us, carrying us in the air and like so that our hands don't have a lot of pressure on it. And we're just getting used to the motion. And she tells me to go. And I do the round of my handspring. And she literally moves her hands so that I can do it on my own. Like thinking like she goes, oh. And she like moves her hands and then she doesn't spot me. And I, my arm, I kid you not, snapped in half. It literally looked like a triangle. It was scary. And the funny thing was that your arm, my arm was literally, I kid you not, like my forearm was in a triangle. It was like a zigzag. And... It actually was not painful whatsoever. The only thing that made me cry was this fucking snap. 
that is the scariest part you hear like this it was like oh my god that did not just happen it was like a shock it was horrible that was just that was scary so then my coach had to put it in place actually i don't know if he put it in place and then he put he got a cardboard box and like clear saran wrap and put it around my arm while like the i went in like a those emerge oh my god what did what are those called fuck an ambulance duh wow an ambulance i went in an ambulance because the term in gymnastics is like if your parents aren't there watching you then they have to call an ambulance so my mom wasn't there my dad wasn't there watching me because they didn't really watch me that much at my practices so they had to call an ambulance and i waited for the ambulance i got there um low-key kind of liked it because not not during that sounds really messed up after my recovery because then my whole gym started sending me like cookie flowers and i felt very loved but um that <laughs> she was like i was in like the the ambulance truck with one of my coaches she goes do you want ice cream and cookies like we'll send you all this like when you get home like like we all love you like oh my god i was like oh my god girl i was in so much pain though actually I felt like it was throbbing during that point and yeah then i had to get a cast and it ended up being why my arm broke so easily like that much because it wasn't like a little snap. It was literally my skin, like my bone almost came out of my skin. It was like really, really bad. It was because I had a, this cyst, a certain cyst in my arm that any pressure that you put on, on your arm, your bone would have broke. No matter what it was, it would have broke. So, and it was funny because my arm was like hurting for like a few months, but it wasn't like significant. And then it just like literally snapped that time. I guess it was like too much pressure. I don't even know. So yeah. And then they thought at one point I had to get surgery to get like a metal rod and screws in my arm. But then as I'm on the drowsy medicine about to go into surgery, this doctor was like, oh, you don't need surgery. And then he like shows me why I'm like, what? And then the next thing you know, I'm knocked out and then I wake up and they all I did was like do something with my bone and like fix it i don't even know what they did they didn't even do surgery it was like a they're like i don't even know actually now that i'm thinking about it i don't think my coach put my arm back into place it was the doctors that put my arms back into place and i had to be awake for it and i had literally 10 nurses in the room with me putting my arm back in place horrible experience and then I forgot what I did that time when I was supposed to do surgery. It was kind of a blur, but um, I felt very loved in the hospital. I had so many nurses with me. Everybody was sending me cookies. I was like, wow, this actually isn't that bad. But then it was bad when I came back to gymnastics because I wasn't as good because it took a year to recover and I was pissed because those bitches want to keep getting um, girls to be homeschooled for gymnastics so in the meantime, as I'm literally not practicing anything, I'm just going to the gym, doing some sit-ups and a split on the floor while girls are literally doing homeschool for gymnastics. Like they go in the morning, the night, they're getting better, then they keep getting new girls in. And then next thing you know, when I'm all healed, I literally fucking suck. And I used to be not that bad. Well, I didn't suck, but I was not as sharp as I used to be. And it was very painful to deal with and it was frustrating getting back into things and like not being able to like 
get things quicker and i was like why out of you know like everybody breaks something why is it taking me so long you know um i felt a little delayed and it was really bothering me <laughs> bothering me bothering me <sighs> anyways <laughs> yeah so that happened it took a while to recover it was really painful to just look at everybody do it and then while you're just sitting on the sidelines you're like coach put me in but like you you couldn't because my arm was broken oh my god ew ew that was brussels sprouts once again okay so my second time uh my second time breaking my heart was in gymnastics wait what amelia okay my second time breaking my arm was again in gymnastics and it was actually my right wrist this time so i was already this was my literal last day of gymnastics after this like i quit but i'll explain why so this is like my last day of gymnastics i was like in seventh grade and i broke my growing on my right wrist i literally twisted and like like okay so i there was four beams i had four beams and I had to do a back handspring on each and every one of those. If not, my coach threatened me that I would get kicked off the team. And I was like, oh, really, bitch? You're going to test me. Okay. Um, so I successfully did the first three. Perfectly fine. I did my back handspring on three beams. The last beam. I fucking hated this beam. It always felt crooked. It was like nobody liked this beam. It was like something was messed up about it. And I was not very confident doing it. And she goes, you have to do it or then you get kicked off. Like bitch like you're giving me anxiety when saying that so then i did it and i literally twisted my wrist and broke my growing went to the hospital and then after that year of recovering because that one also took a year to recover i was realizing a lot and i was like i cannot do gymnastics anymore if you think about it in the long run i've this is my second time breaking something i'm not in the level where i want to be due to breaking all these bones I'm being held back a level. Am I really going to go to the Olympics? Because at the end of the day, like gymnastics, you do gymnastics to go to the Olympics. Like there's no other end goal of doing the sports. I was like a realizing moment. And I was like, hmm, I guess I just should quit now because it's like kind of frustrating that I've been doing the same level like three times. So I quit, but I wasn't like I said in my other podcast, I think I touched on it. It was like I went to cheerleading because I want to do something similar it took a long time to relearn my skills for cheerleading and it was very painstaking like i literally wanted to throw myself against the wall because i wasn't getting it quick enough but then sooner or later i got my skills and i was like fresh as new i literally felt the same as i did before it just takes time patience is a virtue i have no patience it's bad it's something i really have to work on like my patience is through the roof so that was very painful. It literally took a year that I had to do like private training before I got into cheerleading because I had just broken bone and like everything was just kind of fucked. These aren't hospital stories, but I'm not going to really talk about them, but I've, I've gotten a lot of like, I've literally sprained all my fingers in gymnastics from doing like stuff on the beam. Like my fingers got crushed like on my knuckles and like all my fingers have been pulled. I've pulled my hamstring it was in gymnastics because, I mean, no, sorry, in cheerleading because we had to jump into a split and I just got to practice and I didn't stretch, which I, that's not like me. I always stretch. I didn't stretch and I jumped into my right split, which isn't like my good split. Like I'm, I'm a lefty, so I can go down all the way on my left leg. And then on my right leg was a little bit rusty and I jumped into the right leg. <gasps> 
because it was part of the routine they they asked me to do it and i literally pulled the shit out of my hamstring and that was actually more painful than breaking a bone oh my god i could not even walk they had to like carry me oh my god anyways i didn't go to the hospital for that but it pulled really fucking badly what else happened i've like been to hospitals but like i don't really remember the significant event that happened i've been i've had more stories i'm trying to think of them i think that's it for now oh my god i'm like rubbing mascara off my eyelashes and they're literally falling off and that gives me anxiety because i don't have any eyelashes to begin with (laughs) yeah i think well there is more but i'm not gonna touch on those because those are a little touchy and scary so (laughs) those are the ones i'm gonna say in this episode i hope they're interesting yeah literally when i tell people i've been to the hospital like 15 times they're like what i've only been to the hospital once and the one time was when i was birthed into this world i was like yeah i could relate i was quite messy and that gives me literal anxiety if i have my own kids and i'm they're constantly getting hurt and like breaking shit and like i cannot deal with that and i don't know how my parents dealt with me because i literally be in tears and like too freaked out to see them and like if they have a broken bone or like like looking at them do gymnastics for example like i'm like don't break your neck like literally do not break your neck or your back so that scares me that's a little bit of an anxiety feeling like you know when i'm not watching my kids like i don't want them hurting themselves oh my god that was so loud i don't want them hurting themselves like that's scary i probably provoked so much so much anxiety within my parents oh god so i'm just gonna tell you something random this is so random this is me right now i have been using this eyelash serum and i'm having so much hope and faith that it literally makes my eyelashes not chodes but some long luscious eyelashes because my eyelashes are literally little baby nuggets they like they're so small i get it from my mom and then what what's made me start the eyelash serum again because i used to do castor oil and i didn't see a difference but what made me start it was that my mom literally has the same exact eyelashes as me they're so short and recently her eyelashes are so voluptuous touching the top of her eyelids i'm like mom um hello like what are you not telling me we tell each other everything like what's happening she goes i've been using this serum serum but she didn't want to tell me because it's a little bit expensive and then she would have to buy two so then she showed me it and i tried it it literally made my eyes bloodshot red and like puff balls like my eyelids were so poofy i had like the worst allergic reaction and it didn't go away the whole day and i looked high off my life i looked so high but I wasn't. It was eyelash serum and it was not cute. So yeah, that didn't work for me. So I had to buy a different brand. So I've been using it for like about two, three weeks now. Haven't seen a difference. I'm getting a little bit upset, but it says it takes about four months to see results. But as I say again, I am impatient, which is something I need to work on. So I'm just going to let it be, put it on, do what I got to do, and then I'll see the results in four months, and I'll let you know how they look like. I'll update y'all, because right now, my hope is a little bit low, and it's making me a little bit sad and jealous of my mother's new eyelashes, and I wished for mine to look just like hers. And I thought I would never say that, because she always had the shortest eyelashes, but now she doesn't. Anyways, I'm going to ask my sister for hers. Her story of how she broke her elbow was so funny, so I'm going to ask her for it. 
Hey, okay, so like actually we aren't done with my stories. Um, one last thing about me. I could not leave this one out because it is so just stupid and like what? Okay, and actually it is a common thing to actually go get stitches for, which was surprising when I got told this when I went to the urgent care. So on Easter Sunday, I was in ninth grade, I believe, helping my mom was like, she was like making avocado toast for us. So she's like, can you help me cut up these avocados? And I was like, yes, sure. So I'm cutting open the avocados, like scooping them out so she, she can then like mash them. So I'm cutting out this avocado, like I'm holding it in my left hand. It's like half of it with like the seed in it. And I'm holding it in my left hand, knife in right hand. With the knife, I go and try smacking the seed because you know how you hit the seed and then like you twist it off and take it out. I try to do that, but it misses the seed, goes through the, the avocado part, through into my hand, like in between my middle finger and my ring finger and goes right in there and slices it open. Like I literally saw my bone. It was so disgusting. Oh my God. And it was painful and it was numb at the same time. I can't really explain the feeling. It was horrible. My mom was like, oh my god. So there's an urgent care around the corner. So we went there. Horrible experience because you want to know why? So he decides, okay, we're going to put numbing cream on you. But this numbing cream was different. Usually when they put numbing cream on me, it's literally, literally they just put cream. They don't have to inject anything because like what's the point if you're going to inject? Okay. Anyways, so he's like, okay, we're going to put numbing cream on like, Okay, great. Numbing cream. He pulls out this fat ass needle and I'm not scared of needles, but like when I have a gash and I'm wide awake and you're sticking a fucking needle like where my bone is, that's pretty, that hurts. It hurts a little bit, you know? He whips out this big ass needle and sticks it into the gash. I'm like, what's the point of the numbing cream if this hurts? Like the numbing cream is supposed to work like so that it doesn't hurt. Um, so that was already like a red flag horrible then he proceeds to not wait long enough for the numbing cream to kick in so i felt him sewing my hand together huh yeah it was horrible horrible la 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 literally so bad and like when i had the stitches it was like the type of stitches i had to go in later and then he had to take them out so i had like these dark blue stitches in my hand and i had to have my fingers spread apart for like a while and then when he took them out, that was even a more painful experience as well. Cause like I literally felt like the, like the, it was like the weirdest feeling. You feel like the threads coming out in between your skin. And it was like, it was not cute. That was my experience with that. Um, and then after it was still kind of, it was a little sensitive still after when the stitches got, got taken out. It was still like very weird to touch. And it was a little sensitive, like I just said. So yeah. That was the end of my stories, for sure, this time. I just had to say that one, because, like, cutting your hand open from trying to open an avocado, <laughs> funny. I've learned my lesson, now I do not hold it in my hand, I just put it on the countertop and try hitting the seed. And if I miss, then I redo it, because if I, you saw, if you saw me miss on the counter, that would have been my hand. So, fun fact, do not hold an avocado in your hand while trying to cut it with a knife in the other hand to take out the seed because you then will proceed to open a gash in your hand okay lesson learned guys okay <laughs> so to end off this beautiful podcast 
I thought it'd be so delightful to tell my sister's beautiful story about how she broke her elbow. It is so just, it's just so good. My sister sent me a voice memo of how it went down. And one day when my sister was little, it was like recess time, I believe. And her and this girl were playing leapfrog. Let's just say that the other girl was a little bit, she was a little bit um, heftier than my sister. And when it was her turn to jump over my sister, she ended up jumping on my sister and proceeded to break her elbow. And my sister had to get a huge cast that like covered her pinky all the way to her shoulder. So let's just say that they aren't friends anymore. (laughs) That was very short, but it was just so funny. My sister broke her elbow because somebody jumped onto her from playing leapfrog. So yeah, that was her story. That brings it to the end. The beautiful ending of this podcast. I hope they're entertaining. (laughs) There's so many. It's not even cute. It's not cute at all. I'm scared for my future children. Please don't get hurt. Anyways, give this podcast five stars and write me a great review, only if you think so. If not, don't write me anything. And yeah, share it to your friends, your family, and have a beautiful day. Be kind, be positive, be in the moment. Alrighty, peace.